0: Hello, I am Dr. Brandi Bowling, your triple board certified pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, and child and adolescent psychiatrist. I am also an ADHD expert, a mommy friend, a school liaison, author of the best selling book Shine Understanding ADHD So Your Child Can Be a Star, and host of the Facebook live stream Focus on It Friday. You can find me at Dr. Brandy B, that's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-I-B, on all social media platforms. Or you can call my office, which is 205-948-7129. It is my goal that all children and adults will be successful and that they will shine in the classroom and in life. (laughs) All right, your turn. All right, so uh, let's see. What do you call a false noodle? A false noodle? hmm What? An a pasta. <laughs> 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 You can't. What? what? I got one. I got one. All right. All right. I'll say that into the microphone The mic- mic's on the floor Say it loud then <laughs> Say I'm, I was wrong <laughs> I apologize Ivor. I hit the wrong button <laughs> this will not be another episode of Iva yelling at me. Now we return to your regular schedule program. <laughs> <laughs> inside joke. You, just got to, you, you had to beat there. <laughs> what kind of coffee do you give a mother cow that's just given birth? Uh, decal. I got it. I got it. <laughs> all right, your turn. All right, so uh, let's see. What do you call a false noodle? A false noodle? hmm What? An imposter. <laughs> <laughs> you came with one. <laughs> I got one, I got one. All right, all right. Your mama's so fat, when her beeper went off, people thought she was backing up. Oh, we're going to do your mama jokes. I exactly do your mama jokes. Because I came with your mama jokes. I'm going to give you one more, though. Let me give you one more. So, uh, why did the nurse have a red pen? Why did the nurse have a red pen? A red pen. What? Just in case she wanted to draw blood. <laughs> Corny. I'm okay. telling you, okay, you you, you are right with the jokes. Yeah. You are all right with the jokes. <laughs> How you doing What's today, man? What's going on, iva? I'm chilling. Hold on one second, because I have got to pull up your immaculate bio. Uh, man, I don't In- know if it's or immaculate. I might, need to, I might need to read it off your phone, because uh, Lord knows I don't know none of my passwords. I don't know if I even have it on my phone. Just make some stuff up. You know I <laughs> oh, Just make up. i right. you if you're right or wrong. No, just pull up your email because i I'm, i have to I have to give you your proper due. Mm. It is a necessary evil. Let me see, man. I don't. I don't even have access to it. I sent it to you. Let's see. All right uh you don't have to read all of this this is not the one I sent you okay okay all right uh, I'm still reading all of it right the K- Rick see I was gonna <laughs> is it's Ke- psychiatratric but don't be telling people my real name Rick <laughs> and don't read all of this stuff in there just a little bit one PR specialist journalist realtor I didn't know that. The realtor part, yeah, yeah. Father, hmm. born in Montgomery, Alabama, raised in the small community of Sellers, Sellers, Alabama, which is located 25 miles south of Montgomery. He joined Moores. Chapel AME Zion Church at an early age. See, this is the bio for when I was speaking at church. Don't go, I told you, don't read. No, <laughs> this is good stuff. See, this is what you don't understand, right? This is about, and 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 who was that? Um, JT Moore, yeah, did it. Yeah, his bio was not conventional. Right. It talked about him. Right. right it wasn't right, very. Right, right. Prof- it wasn't really professional. Gotcha. And so, what usually happens is I read people's bios, and then I have to ask all this stuff. But yours might be here, so just chill, right. sit back, relax. He joined Morris Chapel A.M.E. Zion Church at an early age and still remains active in the ministry and ministry of his beloved home church after receiving his Bachelor of Arts in Mass Communication from Auburn Boo Whoa, University brutal. within a three short years. Wow. <laughs> You're smart. Jackson started his career in television television as a news reporter for the NBC and Fox affiliate station WTVA in Tupelo, Mississippi. Once in front of the camera, he began to identify as Rick Jackson. It wasn't long thereafter that he landed a job as an award-winning on-air journalist for CBS 42 WIAT in Birmingham, Alabama. That's when I first saw you. Mm-hmm. Where he spent most of his tenure as morning news anchor and reporter. Over the span of his career, Jackson has covered many amazing stories and encountered a large celebrity base. His most memorable story was the coverage of Barack Obama's historic inauguration in 2009. Today, Jackson leads the communication and PR operations as the spokesperson for the largest water utility in the state of Alabama, Birmingham Water Works. He is also a licensed realtor in the state of Alabama. In his spare time, Jackson enjoys traveling, exploring real estate ventures and home design, and being a father to his son, Ethan. His proclaimed motto is, My job is not to impress you, but to leave an impression on you. Jackson currently <laughs> resides in the suburbs of Birmingham in, and is a proud member of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity, Incorporated. That was nice, Iowa. Yeah, thank you. I Appreciate that. Most Mm -hmm. definitely. Now, as I said, (laughs) let's fill in the gaps, right? I want you to tell me about your mom and dad, your upbringing. You know what I'm saying? Um, What was school like? You know what I'm saying? It's what did you do in high school? You know, were you on the uh yearbook team? I mean, did you foresee all of this? You know, tell tell us what's not on there. Right. All right. Well, you know, I I grew up pretty much you said a fancy, a fancy way of saying, it. I grew up in the country. I grew up in a very rural area. I mean literally we got one road running through Sellers, Alabama. Walking around, and another barefoot. thing I love hearing about cities like going to Alabama. Uh huh. I heard of stuff I had never heard of. Right. People being from. Right, Sellers is on the list. Like, I have never heard of Sellers before today. Every time I talk about Sellers, I've never heard of that because we literally got like 25 people in the neighborhood. (laughs) Uh, But I love my hometown still visit. My family, my parents still live there. Blue-collar workers. My mom worked at uh, sort of like a simstress. My dad's a tire mechanic Uh, for Ryder. They both are retired now, still living in Sellers. Went to... uh, Performing Arts High School, where I my magnet was theater arts, and so okay. I loved the stage and um, left there. Of course, like you said, went to Auburn. I, I did have the opportunity to graduate from Auburn in three years because I started and did summers and maxed it out, and yeah. But I didn't necessarily do it because I'm the smartest kid. I'm just kind of lazy, and so I didn't. I hated school. And so you wanted to get it I over with I wanted it. to get it over with Because yeah. Lord knows if I took a break I'd probably still be there right now Yeah, yeah but Yeah, so I did that Of course, man, I just wanted to be At that time as a kid, you know I was like, I want to be on TV I want to be on TV And so, but as I, I went to college And I started to learn the science behind it And everything mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, further it into news And so it was my dream to be uh, a newscaster And mm-hmm. so I uh, left Auburn, man And I spent my last semester, actually came to Birmingham, and I interned. I landed an internship with ABC 3340. Okay. Where, you know, the interns there, they were doing like 20 hours a week, but I asked, can I do 40? Um, And so I was working 40 hours a week, wasn't getting paid, but it helped me to build a nice resume tape. uh, Shot it out there, and the news director in Tupelo, Mississippi, gave me a shot. And I was so excited, man. I'm not even ashamed to say uh, at that point, you know, we uh, I was nearly poor. My first contract I signed with TV was $22,000 a year. And uh, after I got there, and I remember my parents drove over there with me. And I was at the studio, and we did all the paperwork, and I signed the contract. And he said, you know what? And I was thinking, you know, Keatric is a lot to spit out on TV. So we're going to call you Rick. Rick Jackson, that's going to be your name. And so I was so excited. I was like, I don't care what you call me. So, <laughs> so he—that's where it started. You I had started. You had I gone had no by one, ever, before. My, that was my name. I never went by Rick. It's not a nickname. He did that. And so I remember coming back to the hotel and was telling my mom and that was the last thing I said. She wasn't too happy about it. Um, <laughs> but yeah that's how Rick that's how Rick Jackson was created. And God bless his soul, Robert Davis, he just passed away probably a few weeks ago, that news director. But he, he was the one that gave me opportunity. And it just it went from there. And so when somebody say, What's up, Keatrick? I'm like, Where you know me from? Yeah. And I've gotten so accustomed to Rick because that's just what it is now. So Anyway, yeah, I got back over here in Birmingham. And I've been here for fifteen years now, man. July, can't believe that. But here now, let, I- n- let me ask you this: Why did you go from news to corporate? Great question. So, in TV world, for all of like the news anchors and reporters. We always say, you know, once you were tired of TV, you want to get you a nice, cushy PR job, right? And that's how you retire. But uh, for me, I wanted to, I had no idea that I would leave television so early in my career. Um, it was a lot of factors at the time. You know, I had just had my son. I became a single parent at the time. He was like two years, two or three years old. And I just like the schedule and everything. And then this opportunity just kind of fell in my lap. Uh, to come over with the waterworks and I explored it man and towards the end of my second contract uh, I knew I wanted to either you know probably pack up my baby and move or something and so this opportunity came and I hopped on it and I I hadn't looked back really since and uh, it's been quite a journey (laughs) quite a journey (laughs) what you mean by that oh you know what I mean (laughs) I'm going to I'm get around to that. But no, it's been quite a journey, man. But, you know, it's it's a great experience. I really, really uh, love what I do. I still miss TV. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. Mm. And I'll lie. I would lie to you if I say I never thought about maybe venturing back eventually uh, in some form of, or capacity. But I'm, And that brings me back to what about acting? Like, have you thought about coming back? I did, man. Let me tell you something. So this past September... I uh, auditioned for a play, hadn't done it in years, and uh, I got the part. We did a play uh, with Mark Raby. I, know I remember now that you said Darily that. Dearly Departed, yeah. which is like with the movie uh, Kingdom Come is adapted from. Right. Man, I had so much fun doing that and just kind of balancing and what it taught me, though, because I stayed away from the stage so long, and you know, after a while, if you stop living your dreams and stuff like that it just merely becomes a dream yeah and so i hadn't done it in so long because i was afraid of my schedule yeah and uh man i put in the work and it happened and now i got that itch again i I think i'm gonna i'm gonna audition for something else here soon when you audition tell them you know somebody that wants to be an extra who me? What? <laughs> I don't want to say nothing. Oh, I just yeah, want we'll to. I a just want to get the credit we'll that a few i speaking lines. <laughs> <less. laughs> not only a few. Only a few. You, um, you know, were very honest about. You know, you weren't the best student. I just wanted to get it over with. Mm-hmm. And you seem like you have made awesome life choices. But if you could go back. To an age, what age would it be, and what advice would you give yourself? So if I could change anything, I wouldn't, because I do feel like all of my lessons are are pieces that molded me. Amen. But an age that I would go back and tell myself something, it would definitely be uh, 18. Um, and I would tell myself to just reach for the stars, and you can do it, you can do anything, Um Regardless of adversity, I was the first student in my family to even go to college, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Auburn is not well from where I was from. It's probably like an hour and a half away. But I caught hell trying to go to Auburn because my mom and my family were like, why are you trying to go off to school? You can stay here and go to Alabama State or whatever, whatever. But at that time, I remember I specifically wanted to go to like Juilliard or something and really pursue you know, this Mm -hmm. acting thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go to Howard. I wanted to really go away. Uh, There's a lot of things I would tell myself to, like, just be very certain of what you want to do and do it. You can do it. You can really do it. And so I try to teach my son that every single day, every single day. You know, um, if the saying applies to anyone, it applies to you. And that is, you know, reach for the moon and Somehow, mm-hmm. if it, worst case scenario, you'll Still land them on the, the stars. stars. Yes. And, you know, I just want you to know that even though you have um, pretty much up until recently seen me in an adversarial position, I really respect you. I, I really, that. you know, I, when you came over there, I, I see, I watched you on TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's just i'm i'm so glad that we have the opportunity to be positive and all that kind of stuff cuz i ain't never had a problem with you personally it was just those boards mm, you know what i'm saying right. and and getting back to those um you how old were you when you first moved there uh to Birmingham waterworks or waterworks <sighs> Uh, I was close to thirty, but you were in your twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that says a lot about yeah. you, your work ethic, your talent. Um, and so I'm just honored to have you here. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, now, even though you're not originally from Birmingham, you know, you it is definitely home now. Absolutely, man. And I have a question I've been asking this season. What makes you so Birmingham? I think what makes me so Birmingham is the fact that I fit in here. I feel like, you know, I don't have relatives here um, for the most part but I got a lot of cousins, I tell you that. And yeah. I feel like, you know, people like me, they're my cousins. You know what I'm saying? We that is some Birmingham others. shit. Everybody you know, saying, your cousin. Everybody <laughs> my cousin. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't have a problem with popping in at Green Acres. And I go out to the classic. I love the tailgate and just, it's just home, man. Birmingham is home. It's truly magical, just like what the saying says. And so um, it's kept me here all this time. I had. To me, to be honest with you, Birmingham was just a stop on my trail to try to get to a larger city. You know, that's what we do in the broadcast world. My man Mike can contest to that. Uh, but it's become home. It's that's really awesome. home. I represent, I really represent everywhere I go. At Birmingham Waterworks, our commitment goes beyond billing. We'll provide water conservation tips, leak detection strategies, and tools to better understand your bill. With our Build Better campaign, we guarantee transparent billing, prompt issue resolution, proactive monitoring, and continuous improvement. Together, we'll create a brighter future for greater Birmingham. Join us on this journey toward improvement. Visit bwwb.org backslash for updates and information on our progress. Birmingham Water works for you. What's your favorite charity? My favorite charity, well, if I can just slide into one of them sure. would be St. Jude, because my fraternity, auto Phi Theta, that's our uh, philanthropy, which helps a lot of children uh, who are facing some life-altering illnesses. But I have to say, I would be remiss not to say that March of Dimes, mm-hmm. um, because, uh, you know, it, it gives back to babies and and premature babies. And my son was born at 27 weeks Um, actually was a twin. Uh, my other son, uh, was stillborn. And so, but, you know, through charities like that, it helps families so much, uh, that are struggling, uh, especially it's a hard time, you seeing your baby in the hospital. My son stayed there for three months before we were able to take him home. And so March of Dimes did a lot for us and they do a lot for families. And so since then, I just, I I always shout them out.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, if you don't answer one of these questions, you're going to make a donation to the March of Dimes. I'm with it. Come on. <laughs> All right. You tricked me. I sure did. <laughs> I'm going to start with Alabama or Auburn, Alabama. Next. What? <laughs> Was that a question? What's that even a question? I just wanted to answer for you. Man, you know, I just come think- on. <laughs> Alabama State or Alabama A&M? Alabama State, I got to represent for the home team. Birmingham Legion or Birmingham Stallions? Birmingham Stallions. Okay. Birmingham Squadron or Birmingham Barons? Ooh. <sighs> uh, Birmingham Barons. Biggie or Tupac? pock Jay-Z, or, or? Uh, Lil Wayne? <sighs> Jay Z. <laughs> that wasn't a good comparison. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't. Come on, yeah, <laughs> right. Alabama Theater or Lyric Theater? Alabama Theater. Sloss Furnace or Vulcan Park? Vulcan Park. Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? Hmm. I better say McWayne Science Center. Crossplex or Legion Field? Legion Field? <laughs> Protective Stadium or Legacy Arena? Protective Stadium, for sure. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Botanical Gardens. Regions Park or Rickwood Field? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say Rickwood only because. Your name in it. <laughs> you just don't see anything else like it anywhere. Yeah. 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 iPhone or Android? Man, iPhone. <laughs> My man, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? My superpower would be uh, to be a psychic. To be a psychic? Wow, that's pretty. What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aquarius, man. Now, what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Are you a typical Aquarius, as people uh, define? It? To some aspects, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I can love you and forget you. Huh? Yeah. Okay. It's interesting that he put picked out that fact. <laughs> 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 I'm going to leave that alone. What's your favorite color? Yellow. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite pair of Jordans? Ones. NBA team? Golden State. NFL team? Uh, Philadelphia. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? The Heat. You think the Heat going to win it? I think so. Well, playoff Jimmy has been breaking hearts lately, (laughs) lately. I mean. I think so. I think uh, it's their year. Yeah. 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 Now, um. Going back to that place you work, <laughs> right? Let me. I want. Mean, I want to. I want to say some things. Okay. I. This is actually the second board that I've been fond of. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I. um You mean the board of directors? Correct. I gotcha. Um. The first one predates you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and, I let that, and I let that say stay where it is. Okay, but one of the reasons I am so fond of this board is because of um, Teresia and Mashanda. I love the the youthful energy thinking the, the the different thinking i see I think young people think differently than for my sure. generation and for sure older. for sure um there are still a few people that i am not crazy about, but the board as a as an entity uh-huh. I trust it good. For the first time <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard me say this I trust That's major The decisions of this board That's awesome Now That takes a lot from me to say that Okay People know I can't stand My man Waterport's <laughs> board You oh, know what i Oh no, we know <laughs> Now and, and I'm not Just saying this This is after watching for a minute right so with a happy heart let me introduce to everyone the spokesman for the Birmingham Waterworks <laughs> Board Mr. Rick Jackson who is going to tell us I want you to start with bill better because that that just brought me on over right Right, you know what right. I'm saying? I want you to talk about um, um, Bill Better. And then I also want you to talk about what's coming up from the Birmingham Waterworks Board this summer. Fantastic. Fantastic thank you for saying that by the way because that lead that's a great lead way into Bill better because when you talk about trust and the board and things like that Bill better is all about transparency you know it's no secret we had a rough year in 2022 when it comes to billing and everything we were behind on meter reads because of covid and a lot of reason it's just it was a hard year for the utility in general uh, so we are glad that we corrected those issues we apologize for it, but the next question is What's next? You know, we you, we heard your apologies. What are you going to do now? So, build better is a, basically a campaign to say we would do just that. We were going to present you with transparency. We're going to make sure that you have concise billing. we to make sure you have the education that you need to understand this utility and the workings in and out of it. And so, uh, through this campaign, uh, we are we've added more staff to help with you know a high problem resolution. Uh, things that we have with customers. Uh, we've added staff on my team uh, with uh, two new public information officers to get out and engage in the community, and they've been doing a great job with that. Um, but also, you know, we're going to be doing some more educational things, and we'll send you things in the mail, and we got this whole entire landing page of resources for customers who may need assistance with their bills. Like we Now, offer, that part right, yeah, right there. yeah. I was putting out there because I thought that was yes, super cool. Yes, I saw, and I appreciate you that. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. Go ahead. Yeah, and I think, you know, one of the things about um, the that part of it is that a lot of customers don't know there are resources out there. Yes, we offer payment arrangements. We work with all of our customers with that. Um, but there may be times that you're having a financial hardship, and there are agencies that are willing to help. Of course, we have the H2O Foundation, but there are others there like, you know, our uh, Greater Birmingham Ministries and a lot of them. And so we have those on our website as a resource for our customers to check them out and see if they qualify for whatever services. Uh, now, I got a—this question is from my mama. All right. Right. She and a lot of people did not quite understand the old billing. Mm-hmm. Like how— from here to here, it's this rate. But yes. if you're using more, it's this rate. Right. And, it, and pe- people couldn't understand it. But you guys say y'all got a different. Yeah, we have a new bill design. We did that. We launched that at towards the end of last year, and it was just for that reason. You know, it was just too much stuff on that bill. As you know, we bill for Jefferson County Sewer as well. Let me put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> we bill for Jefferson County Sewer. We are not Jefferson County Sewer. A lot of times we will get. Uh, the bad end of that because of the sewer charges. Uh, But it was just too much on that bill, and we got those questions and complaints about what is all of this, these different tiers. We build with a three-tier billing system, which means that the first three cubic feet of water we charge at one rate, then the next we charge at another rate, and then higher. And we do that for basically uh, a lot of reasons, but it creates equity. For example, if you think about it, uh, people who are using between – one to three cubic feet of water that means you're probably uh, a senior citizen living by yourself on a fixed income or you're a single parent you have a uh, two-person household as opposed to someone using nine or ten cubic feet which means that not only you may have a big family but you're watering your lawn Mm -hmm. those are people who have that can afford more so uh, the leisure of water and so it does create some type of equity with that. Uh, But the bill has so much. This new bill design is so much cleaner. You don't have a bunch of return bills coming at you at once. Everything is there with your adjustments, Um, anything that you owe from a previous cycle, all of that. So that was the meaning behind, the reason behind that. And I got one question that just came to mind myself. All right. All right. I'm trying to grow some grass this year. Don't water your grass. We're going to charge you for that. Well, that's what I was about to. (laughs) Is it. it true That I can call so my sewer doesn't go up because I'm using that water, but it's not impacting the sewer. The only way that you can do that is if you have an irrigation meter, a private meter. And what the sewer will do is they will take the readings from their private meter and they will give you an adjustment. Just like if you uh, fill a pool, you can, they allow you to fill the pool once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give you credits for things like that because they know that that water is not going through the sewer. But they're basing their billing off of our reads that we give. Right. So, yeah, there are some uh, credits that are allotted to you, but you have to have certain things in place. That's good to know. Yeah. Now, finish... Uh, Yeah, so that's what build better is about, and uh, we just want the customers to be really, really just you know familiar with that. Go to our landing page that we created just for them: bwb dot org backslash build better, and you will see all of those resources. as far as what we got coming up, we're excited about the summer. We're very busy. we got Hydrate the City that's kicking off this Friday at Railroad Park. Basically, that that's just a, a series of pop-up hydration stops where we teach uh, the public how to enjoy fruit-infused water because there are a lot of health benefits to it. We want the kids to get away from all the sugary juices and drinks over the summertime. Uh, and try some fruit-infused water. And so we have recipe cards, some fun giveaways. It's just our way of giving back, and we have that schedule on our website. Uh, We have WaterWorks Waterboy, which is an initiative we started a while back where we work with our high school athletic teams and cheerleaders to teach them to make sure that they're staying hydrated on and off the field. Uh, We talk to them about hydration, what to look for with uh, dehydration uh, symptoms, and then we leave them with a water cooler to remind them to stay hydrated have that coming up. And we're just out in the community, man. Like we really, really want you to reach out to us and say, Hey, we got this going on. Our organization is doing this. Can we have somebody from the waterworks come? And we're, we're happy to do that. I'm so, so happy. You know, when I started off at the waterworks, it was just me. Uh, and now it's the PR manager. I have a staff of five. And so we're, we're, we're moving and shaking. We want to make sure that we're putting a good positive footprint out in the community. Outstanding. Yeah. And, how can people, like you said, if they have community projects and what all, how can they reach you? Yeah. So public relations at BWWB.org is a great way to reach us. Um, you can call our 244-4000 number. Uh, i do you better and do our PR offices, 244-4225. And just let us know what you got going on. Um, My man Tart here, he's out and doing neighborhood association meetings uh, and just talking about some of the services we offer, talking about leak detection, water conservation, all the tips that we need to get to our customers. And really, the only way for us to do that, uh, Iowa, is for us to get from behind our desks and get out there in the community and, and get in these people's faces and get honest feedback, good, bad, or indifferent. We need that feedback so that we can be better and improve our operations if we're going to be a utility that says that we're providing service, we really got to do the work. Outstanding. Now, do you have any last-minute shout-outs or hmm. anything you want to leave us? You know, I have a, let me tell you this. I came here, I didn't know what to expect coming from you because, you know, we do have a little, little past with, you know, like you said. <laughs> be a, my fun memory of you was, you know, you down there <laughs> carrying on at the waterworks <laughs> with picket fences and— Every other day. But, you know, I appreciate that, though, because, you know, and, and honestly, too, I will say you and I never had a run in. You you were very respectful when it came to that, but you're very passionate. And I appreciate that because things like that is that it helps us to grow. And it makes me feel good that, you know, here we are nine, almost 10 years later. And for you to say that you trust our board and you are open to listening to what we present to you. And it's not just, you know, some crap that we're pushing onto you. That means a lot. And we want that type of honest feedback. And so I appreciate what you have done and what you're doing now, not just because you're an advocate now, um, but it, it shows a clear example of what we need from the community. Give us your concerns, your honest feedback. That's why we, that's how we can do better. It's not what we think we're doing that makes us better. It's about what the people think how we make them feel, is that's what measures our success. So I just want to shout you out on that, and uh, thanks, man. Thanks for all you do. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, old me used to give people a chance until they let me down. New me, I'm going to see what you're going to prove. Okay. And then I say something, so you've already done it. Okay. In order for me to say that. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. I want to thank my buddy Rick Jackson for joining us. I want to thank you all for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed63, UrbanHam.com, and now UrbanHam.news. God bless. Hello. I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee. Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs. And I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future.